Skulljack. Hey up and welcome to Skulljack episode 2. This week I'm talking to Stephen Horsley again. Uh, we met down down at the canal again. Seems to be a thing. It's because um, uh, he was at the uh, he was at IQ, our uh, local game star, playing a bit of a uh, bit of netrunner and a bit of what's it called mage night. And so I, I came and met him. It was like eleven o'clock or something. Uh, so yeah, he's easy for both of us. Hopefully, we'll get an episode recorded indoors. I mean that that. For me, that'll be really nice. But anyway, the vague topic of this week is... Well, I was going to call it like the universe of today or something. Like using the uh, the cards from the universe tomorrow and talking about the decks that we've put them in. But as it's me and Stephen, of course, we go off on many a tangent. Many a tangent. There'll be times where I'll ask Steve a question. He won't answer in time, so I'll ask him another one. <laughs> that seems to be the way it goes with me and Stephen. We do touch upon uh, data and destiny, a few data and destiny spoilers this week, but nothing in depth because I can never remember spoilers. To be honest, I read a load and then forget most of them because, well, they're not important to my debt building, so I don't really think about them that much. Many people like to uh, proper plan their decks in advance, but I'll, I'll generally just have a rough idea and then throw a deck together. Uh, a few other stuff that we talk about, like Stephen uh, likes to bring up his Grendel deck. He's definitely on uh, Grendel hype at the moment, and for any of you who don't know what what deck it is, it, it's basically a rush deck. It'll just slam out a couple of pieces of ice and even try and uh, advance an agenda uh, first turn, preferably an atlas, and just win within ten turns. So uh, whenever we're talking about a rush deck, it's, it's most likely that Grendel deck. We also talk about Chronos, uh, Chronos, the Chronos Protocol. No, why is it? Yeah, Chronos Protocol, the ID. Um, <clears throat> if you've seen uh, any decks on Netrunner DB, then th- it's not really too dissimilar. I mean, we've all got our own choices, and we're definitely in the experimenting phase at the moment. I mean, uh, my Kronos deck seems to change every day of what different cards in it. Like when I recorded this on a Tuesday, Tuesday the twenty second, uh, I had Mushin Notion in the deck, but I no longer have Mushin Notion in the deck because Will of the Wisp and an extra batty by. That's Marcus Batty. <laughs> um, see, it seemed like a better shout. But yeah, that, that's this week. Um, coming up, uh, I've got a conversation with my brother, which I, I intend to record shortly. Uh, he got into Netrunner a few months ago, maybe even longer than that now, I can't remember. But uh, so, yeah, we're going to have a conversation about what it's like to be a new player, like coming into um, a scene that's been around for quite a while and learning a game that. Uh, most of his opponents, you know, seem to know very well. Uh, he's definitely been doing well, even coming out with uh, a lot of his own uh, creative new deck archetypes, which I really like, like using IDs that don't have, um, like, established deck lists for them, which I think is really cool. So, yeah, we'll be t- I'll be talking to him about uh, just general new player chit-chat. Uh, but also along the similar lines, um, I'm probably going to do uh, an episode on uh, each faction so there'll be like a, uh, an HB episode a Jinteki episode and so on and so forth and uh, we'll just kind of they'll only be short ones like 20 minutes each and they'll just cover um, you know what the faction's strengths weaknesses established deck archetypes so I'm looking forward to that These the, the, those discussions will probably be with Stephen but we've got those coming up thanks to everyone's uh, kind words for last episode uh 
people seem to like the format. And I did really want to tighten this episode up for this week, but because it was with Stephen, we we chat we chat shit naturally. You can judge that by the episode title. But if you have any feedback, questions, whatever, if you if you just want to tell us a joke, please write into skulljackpodcast at gmail.com. That is skulljackpodcast at gmail.com. Because it'll be uh, fun to get into whatever you guys want to talk about. But yeah, without any further ado, here is episode two. HP Sauce! So we're back. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? Yeah, pretty good. Have you been playing Netrun today? Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't get. Uh, I'd say I played Netrun. I played two games. Yeah, but against Tom? Uh, no, it was against Dean. Because uh, Dean's finally playing Netrunner again. Yeah, no, he's no, he's back. Yes, yes, back. He's uh, back, uh, back for uh, back for uni. Uh, so yeah, immediately just was like, right, come here, play some Netrunner. And he uh, he also bought. Um, Think the rest of the cycle. Oh, did it? And then I was Good going. Th- I was going through the cards with him as well. I was like, also, what's uh, like what's important? And he like it was like yeah, film critic. You need film to, critic. You need yeah. to know about film critic. Yeah. And I, I like showed it to him. I was like, I don't quite get it. And I was like, Are you kidding? Yeah. I like, just think about it. Yeah. Um, so it's yeah. when you realise the amount of cards that it affects, and it has has such a huge effect on the meta. Well, like, because I'm so scared to play Future Perfect. Exactly. In my deck. That's the thing now is that it affects the deck building stage it's, quite badly. It's not just the number of cards it affects; it's the specific cards that it affects as well. Like most importantly, things like um, um, Future Perfect, uh, like NAPD, or just the other cards as well, like uh, Mid Seasons and uh, Well, yeah, Mid Seasons is Mid Seasons taking such a huge hit from that. But that's why you you seeing a lot more uh, snatch and grab. Yeah, well, it's nice to have a bit of a lull in people playing mid seasons before Dare and Destiny hits anyway, <sighs> oh, yeah, which is supposed to hit next week. Is or it something. really? It installs next week, I think. Fantasy Flight Plus. So I don't know when Ooh, we'll is get that it America in though. No, that's America. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that probably means we're going to get to it first week of October. The first week of October. Do you reckon? Okay. Yeah. Well, we usually get it a, you know a week after the Americans. I think uh, we've waiting for Odd um, and Chaos for so long. Because they had the shipping problems, didn't they? Because oh, yeah, that was so long after yeah, the end of that yeah. cycle. Yeah, because we got it in January, and we we it was announced in August, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I think even Honor and Profit, we had to wait. With I remember there'd been um, a sizable wait. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely a sizable wait between. But then also, there's also the nice two months lull afterwards, where yes. we just get to enjoy the the deluxe. Yeah, yeah. But like that's the thing I found with Order and Chaos as well. As I said before, is that like I, like even when we got the beginning of the sand sand, I was like. I'm still alright with what we've got for Order and Chaos for now. Yeah, well, this card's like a uh, Gravedigger. Yes. I mean, that is a card I've not seen played anywhere, and um, I want to play it so bad. I've seen it in a few decks. Have you? Which decks? Um, there, when I was at York, there was, I think, a couple of the Anarch players. There was one Anarch player who was playing it. What IDs? Uh, Rain? No. Um, what kind of support cards did they have? Um, I can't really remember, honestly. Like, Are we talking like Spoon and stuff like that? Maybe I can't remember. I'm trying to remember which uh, which um, idea he was playing. I think it was Valencia. Oh, Valencia is popular. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm if you thought you, maybe you should go back to Valencia. I know you were giving a go. A go. Yeah, yeah, and she's got more support now with things like um, what's her name, Paige Piper, is incredibly helpful for her as well. Yeah, and fun site. For um, Ooh, you watch call yes, it more uh, bad publicity. Yes, your frame job. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, at that point, I'd rather include three, three frame job and three fan site as opposed to any copies of Investigative Journalism. Do you not rate? Investigative? I do, but I think it's um, I think it's too much of a tempo hit. 
Okay. Unless it's you're putting that, unless you're putting that fifth click in there. The Anarchs do get away with their jobs every now and again. So why true, not? but that, even then, that's only like three three cards out of your. And deck. you can fire it whenever you want because you install it because it's a resource. <sighs> true, true. And then true. you just pop it when you, there's a lull. I'd, I would just want to try and include that fifth click if I'm going to put that in there. Fair enough. Just so you can at least. Even if and even then, you can, shot away is getting more well. Flavor. This is true as well. I mean, yeah, who knows? I'm not going to go into it, but I mean that at least means that you can go say, uh, right, you've got one, two bad publicity. Pop that. You've got your fifth click. Play itinerant protesters. Now you've got yeah, minus three hand size. Yeah, nice. Even if it's just like, um, even if in those situations where you've been taken down to zero bad publicity, and you go, boom, gain publicity, blackmail. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's that's nice. Yeah. Is a um, frame job a double? It is. Yeah. I think yes, it is. Yes, because it was first of the uh, spins I call. Hmm. Have you played with Bookmark yet? You. Oh man, it's so good. You can host more than three cards on it. Oh, I know. I never realised that till yesterday. <laughs> I'm like, holy fuck! I could just host everything on there and then levy or whatever. I don't know. Just click to host three cards. Click to host three cards. See, like I was playing. I've been playing it in um, my Kate Parasite Everywhere deck, which is obviously influences Data Sucker and Three Parasite. Yeah. And then bookmark Da Vinci self modifying code and clone chip means that you can install from everywhere and bookmark. Yeah, mid run. You can't see me nodding. <laughs> yeah, mid run, and the perfect thing to do that is with a parasite. I thought. Oh uh, yeah. So that's what I did with the deck, and yeah. it's, it's really cool. Like even Da Vinci at two to install your parasite for free in the middle of a run that's sitting yeah. in your hand. It's nice. Yeah. Although <laughs> Tom played, I think it was is it wormhole the seven strength code gate. Yep. He played that against me, and I was like, not really sure what to do about this. At minute seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It that w- works. It won me the game. Yeah, no, fair enough. Oh, uh, crazy. Um, and I played against Tom's surfer deck. Oh, yeah. That I, f- talk- I-, I was playing him, and I completely forgot what deck I was <laughs> up against, even though you'd already told yeah. me. And then surfer hit the table. I'm like, well, Inazuma's useless. Yep. That I played <laughs> Yeah, you mentioned that today. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I should have seen this coming and I've seen the tinkering as well because I was playing Kronos Project uh, and I was right. like why is that there why have you got tinkering yeah, exactly yeah um, so the I played pretty crazy card yeah well I didn't play oh, well I didn't get to see it again today he doesn't uh... I want to see it in a Quetzal deck <sighs> yeah. I, I built I tried to build a couple but I don't know mm. seems good seems it's, to it's finding sense. it I think is the hard part yeah you can always import yeah well you got to spend your influence on that shit yeah true Three self-modifying code. Yeah. Um, so I played Dean with my Kronos and my Grendel, obviously. Is your Kronos working yet? Uh, this time it worked to a certain degree, but it took a bit of time to get going. Again, the problem is money. I need to put more money in the deck. I think right. just celebrity gift or something like that. What money cards have you got? I have hedge fund, medical research. Medical research. I don't know. No hedge fund. Um, what's it called? Uh, mental health okay um, and something else I can't remember you got Kaminu's as well then new mental health plus Kaminu not to be overlooked yeah uh, I was it's because more that I want I was trying to, any kind of net damage I was putting in there I wanted to be a single point of net damage as opposed to multiple points mm. well if you haven't got medical research fundraiser why not put that in there because if they don't have the breakers because if you're sna- smashing their uh, trashing their breakers then having money is not going to really help help them out that big. I heard that. I heard that. Well, I've read that 
somewhere recently. Have you? Yeah. Where the fuck have I read that recently? I don't know. I've, I've definitely heard that exact phrasing recently. That's kind of strange. Anyway, um, yeah, I might put that in there as well. Yeah, you've got a point. It makes sense. And five credits, five credits from three is. And then you can always go single, single celebrity gift. That's what I ended up doing. I don't think that's the worst shout just for a small economy boost in there. Yeah, yeah, one, just or, finding, two, one or two. Finding the space for it at this point, though. There was, yeah, um, for it all was those lovely net damage. <laughs> he was just basically just smacking into my servers left, right, and centre. What was he playing? Uh, he was playing as Eddie Kim. He hasn't. Oh, update, no, he has Fucking him. hate that Eddie Kim day. That lamp, lamp oh, what is it? Lamprey. Yes, yes. Fucking. I forgot to say, I played against Lamprey for three turns, completely forgetting that you could purge it off the table. Oh my dear. So I, I was like gaining my one credit from thinking, just losing it every turn because he was uh, just corroding through my wraparound. Um, and I'm so like, glad that I'm playing Cyberdex in most of my decks now. Yeah, I need to put that in my NBN, which we need to talk about. You definitely need to put um, in the And uh, yeah, he was just kind of just face planting into everything, um, and I was just taking the breakers out of his hands or to like trash him off the table or things like that. Um, like um, at one point, uh, <laughs> there was a future perfect on the top of R and D uh, with uh, I think Yagara and then an unraised Ichi in front of it. Okay, and I started the turn with like nine credits. Um, and he had Yog on the table and a data sucker would lose the counters on it um, <laughs> and he click one ran obviously didn't know it was a future perfect uh, Jagger was pointless at that point um, saw the future perfect Sai didn't get it ran again Sai didn't get it yeah. what are you bidding by the way? Uh, I think first I like to bid zero first I went nowadays. one then I went two uh, and I think I went zero on the last oh, just one. Just proper mixing it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, and then yeah. he ran. I was like, "Are you going to run click four? Okay, run click four. Res Ichi trash both those programs. Nice. Please don't give a shit about that trace. Nice, nice. Uh, and it, it bankrupted me, but yeah. it set him back because that was both his yogs and both his uh, no, both his yogs gone at that point. And then I took uh, the corroder out of his hand, obviously, and then took a corroder off the table. Uh, and then he discarded a mimic, and then I, I just um, I took the other one out of his hand. Nice. But by that point, uh, he'd already got too many points on me. What agenda suite are you running? Um, I think it's. Oh, I'm not even going to try and pretend to remember it on top of my head. I'm just going to get my iPad out. Vamp. Oh, God. Out of Edikim. Yeah. Um, it's that deck. Um, it's pretty much the reason I stopped playing Personal Evolution for a while. And what, here's Eddie Kim one? It broke it. <laughs> it broke it down into pieces. Well, it just... It just dis it di right, but the thing is, I had like three games in a row against him, determined to beat him, <laughs> and every time just ended in with me just bent over the table and inspected <laughs> me. It was awful. Um, actually, no, actually, no, I like. I played three games. Uh, I played two games... obtained two turns against Kronos, and I saw any... Um, I saw no ice... It counts for me first turn, and I had five points of agendas in hand. I was like, nope, can't be bothered. Let's do this again. We haven't got time for this. <laughs> and then we had a proper game, which is quite good. Uh, so the agendas are three Brain Trust, three Kronos, three House of Knives, one Philotic, and two Future Perfect. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Is that um, 11? Uh, 12. Oh, okay. 12, that's standard for Jinteki. Uh, yeah, but yeah. This kind of Jinteki, anyway. Yeah, maybe um, lower, though. You can go lower. Uh, oh, actually, man, I need to update this to what got on here. Um... Yeah, so when he played my Grendel, mm. that was an interesting experience because uh, that Grendel it just laughs in the face of Wizard because it has no trash, no trash cost in that deck. Yeah, um, but then Eddie Kim, yeah, just waltzes in and just gets rid of all my operations. Oh, of course. And so, of course, every single turn he was seeing at least, usually two cards off the top of R and D because it was like run, trash it, yeah, run, steal it, next one, trash it. Yeah, that Grendel deck, 
you mentioned it last episode I've seen it in action a few times it's proper it is one of those you win it fast you lose it fast oh yeah without yeah. doubt yeah it rarely lasts more than 20 minutes those games if yeah. that Eddie Kim's a brutal match, match oh yeah it is that. But that being said, when I... Uh, and I take it he's got, well, he's got mediums, surely, as well. Um, yeah, I don't think he saw them, though. Okay. I think I uh, scored out in about 10 turns. Oh, did you beat him? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, I managed to see a decent amount of ice in a turn, so I could go uh, remote R&D HQ. Mm. Uh, and I had, I think it was uh, Enigma... Uh, Enigma, Ice Wall, and something else. Mm. Um, yeah, I managed to uh, keep him locked out of all the servers so he can get his data suckers up or anything and just... yeah just kept him out and then just got out of the server nice nice yeah that's what it does nice um, even funny was that uh, I had the uh, I, <laughs> I won a turn earlier than I thought I could uh, because um, I oh yeah that was it I had a Atlas advanced I was right. on four points mm. or three points uh, Atlas advanced on the table um, with the intention of advance 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 score it next turn pull out the atlas and the next turn after that win mm. but instead I just drew the next atlas oh, <laughs> and, and then just went advance advance install do you want to win <laughs> no I went cool <laughs> that's brutal and then it was basically yeah just run R&D as much as you could is that game yeah sorry the cop can top deck agendas oh yeah like the runner can yeah. Yeah. it's true that's cool I mean obviously I think I was going to win anyway but mm. even then it was just like, even faster <laughs> just so was... did you play his Eddie Kim against your NBN uh, no, those are the only two and a half games we had. Right, right. Um, but yeah, it would be interesting to see Eddie Kim against that deck because um, the uh, deck, by the way. Oh yeah, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna mention it's uh, basically it's just turtle backs and um, team sponsorship. I've seen it. I've seen a few pop up on Netrunner DB recently as well. Seems to be a lot of people figuring it out. It just uh, like team sponsorship's the thing that I never thought of, and I ended up putting a single copy in my version. And uh, it's works, fucking awesome. Works wonders when you've got it. It's really cool. Yeah, like when you've yeah. got like one of them is great. When you've got multiple, it's insane. Yeah, like to the point where I probably I don't won't be. have enough. But that's the thing, though. If you're in mid game and they're probably trashing your assets, you're probably going to be. If you've got multiple of them, you're probably going to be bringing them out of yeah. archives. I might take uh, encryption protocol out. Though. I've, I've been thinking about it, but I've not. I've not yet tested a game where I see my early premieres early. <laughs> I always see oh, them the late. Game. I know. <laughs> So my encryption, the reason to have the encryption protocols in there is for the early, for me, was the early premieres. Yeah, yeah. And so I've not yet tested my deck as it's supposed to play. So well, that's the thing. Like the first two games I had with uh, uh, with that MBN deck, I didn't see either Turtlebacks or Team Sponsorship in the first <laughs> game, and I saw one of each the next game. So like, come on, deck, just like, can I just start with one in hand? Yesterday, please? I had I think two of them out by turn two. <sighs> And that was amazing. What, Team Sponsorship? No, sorry, uh, Turtlebacks. Ah, right. Oh, pff, yeah, jeez. That's, that's your economy done, really, unless they trash those. But even that then, four to trash is tasty. It's, it's tasty. It's, uh, I've got a single, it's, it's just pad. It's I've got a single uh, reversed accounts in there as well oh. for use with early premiere. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's cheeky. Yeah. That's properly cheeky. Just a single one, just to fuck with, fuck with the runner a little it's bit. It's like one influence, isn't it? It's NBN card. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Too used to splashing NBN cards. Oh my goodness, yeah. Well, not for long. The all NBN. Did you read the article about um, Sync? 
Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. It kind of. Uh, I want to know the, what the blackout uh, is. What's the blackout? Right. Yeah. The flavour of the blackout kind of lended itself to that. Like, Apex might have done it or something. Yes. It, says, it yes. said something about was it a lone person? Was it a rogue state or some kind of entity? Some of other entity. entity. And the way it threw the entity it stood yeah. out at me like it actually was. Oh, I do. I do wonder if it was Apex's apocalypse. Well, it makes sense to me because they're bringing him out in the same pack. I mean, and that would explain the art on apocalypse, which is but him. A- apocalypse. You're exactly. Him destroying the, the freaking the grid yeah taking down the grid that's what it was I imagine and then with Rise of the Network <sighs> yeah yeah Sync is uh, one of the ones that I looked at initially um, yeah it's interesting I didn't realise it's flippability till that till I read that article what yeah I've only read one half of the card you thought it was just tags of three no, to try no I just never bothered to spoil the other three for <laughs> myself because I couldn't be bothered oh right right okay have you only just have you, have you do you I, know them now yeah okay yeah. what do you think fucking decent yeah spark is going to be interesting yeah spark is going to be odd yeah because the thing is though is it's, it's kind of leading you down the path you know obviously you're putting advertisement in the deck anyway mm. but at the same time it's like how are you using that it's like it's because you obviously you can only do it you'll only ever make them ever lose one credit a turn yeah. but somehow you have to make that count well hit yeah I but that being if said HP gain oh, one credit per turn with their ability that being the said reverse can't be a bad thing true think about it I suppose if you uh if you were playing against uh, if you're a runner and playing against a court where the ID was at the beginning of the turn the runner loses one credit mm. that's really annoying that's super annoying that's a one credit tax every turn for them just being well, there what's that one that tax, what's that asset that taxes them a credit at the start of their turn uh, surveillance. city surveillance yeah. yeah yeah, it's hard to use though well not in those decks well True, I suppose, no, it's more because uh, it's because the res cost is so much. Oh shit! What? It's five res. Oh my god! Three trash. Break a bay. Yeah. Break a bay, maybe. Break a bay or Oaktown. Ooh. Is, how much is Oaktown? Because I've never seen Oaktown played nor used it myself. Is it plus two or plus three? Uh, sorry, which card are we talking about? Oaktown Grid. What's it do again? Uh, all cards in this server are plus something to trash. I think it's plus two. Why don't I just get my magic space right now? Yeah. No, no, I've never played that card. I don't think I've ever seen it played. I think it's just because uh, oh. Breaker Bay Grid is so much better. Yeah. Uh, we got upgrades. Hooktown. Trash cost of installed. Yeah, here. Trash cost of cards installed in this server is increased by three. By three. Three. That's pretty decent. One to trash on its own. Obviously, four to trash when it's res. It's one to res, which is quite nice. One to res. Yeah. What's the influence? Uh, two. Okay. HP. Interesting. Might be a card I have to take a second look at. Yeah. I mean, it's the kind of thing you put in, you know, that super server. Mm. Maybe that's the kind of deck you put the World's Fair in Which the Which one's Fair. that? Uh, the World's Fair deck is, well, not World's Fair deck, but, you know, World's Fair is the one you can host three assets on it. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, put that in, put that in uh, Oak Town, and it's like, what, eight to trash at that point? Yeah. Silence is golden. Oh, I forgot what we were talking about. Uh, have you used any of the new cards? Um, I'm trying to think now. Not really. I haven't really used many new runner cards. I'm enjoying Kronos quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. I need to uh, just tweak that deck. I'm, if I, I brutalised Ryan with that with my version. <laughs> it was crazy. Although the poor boy did hit an Inazuma. Oh. 
so that made it a, a bit easier. I think he won in the end, actually, but I absolutely was destroying everything he had. Yeah. He run on some uh, Hail Mary run where he went through, he got his Atman trashed to the. Uh, oh, yeah. He was using his Atman to snipe my remote, so he was like, fuck it, I'm going to just try and win. Ran through my Grim, trashed the Atman, which meant Inazuma into Grim did nothing. Yep. And then won the game off the Future Perfect, which oh, I lost yeah, to Scion. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Yeah, I remember that. That was good. Oh, yeah, because I think he just sniped. He just, uh, I think you uh, put like a one pointer down on the table, just un- undefended. Oh, and the, just, yeah. And, and he just sniped it off the table, or checked it off the table, and then he was like, cool, right, I'm on game point, right, let's see if I can win. Yeah, yeah. It's a cool idea, because you know pretty much exactly what's going on. Well, that's the thing as well. Oh, man, um, what was it? Um, it was the game with Dean was it was pro- bless him it was just because his deck was obviously so, so out of date uh, and didn't, <laughs> didn't, didn't know any of the cards yeah 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 or didn't know what he was really going into uh, and so uh, I was able to kind of actually use the deck properly and so obviously I was taking all the cards out of his hand but as well I think it was because he didn't really have much money mm. because uh, a lot of the time I was stopping him playing Sure Gamble with targeted marketing oh my goodness <laughs> because I saw he had it in his hand and I was like <laughs> oh, okay you're probably not going to play those other ones oh you need money right now Targeted marketing, Sean nice. Gamble, and then he was just nice. wouldn't play it. He wouldn't play it, so he was getting to like five, six credits, but he just was still holding it in his hand because he didn't want me to get ten credits. <laughs> and then eventually, when it did go, it was like, oh, finally, I can play Sean Gamble. Which deck's targeted marketing? Uh, it's in my uh, Kronos. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's great oh, in Kronos. Such a good shout in Kronos. I've just got two yeah, of them yeah. there. It's so good. Oh my dears, that's hilarious. Yeah. I wish though uh, Trashy Kuroda <laughs> Cool and chip What I should have done though Was I uh, I should oh, have um, Said Yog Because I saw the Yog In his hands Ooh. And I thought Oh fuck yeah I've got Yagger on the table Yeah Mike you Go Yog That would have been cool. And then would have been like Oh god I think he probably would have Given me the 10 credits At that point Because you can't really Not install Yog at that point <laughs> Yeah because Yog Basically kills All ice below 3 strength 3 strength or below yeah. They're basically dead They've gone They're, yeah, they not, are in, dead they're cards, not in the game actually. anymore Yeah exactly like, I, I've trashed Enigma's face up from hand Because like Yeah I, I literally don't need this right now Yeah Although that being said I did manage to you know uh, Smack him back down to No programs with that Ichi And so that made the Yagara turn back on Which is quite nice It's fun to uh, leave a Kronos project Down on the table mm. And just wait for the opportune time To scar it yes. Like I've got Mushin Notion Yeah Um which also powers up my aggressive secretary. Yes, I uh, I realised that I hadn't updated that deck because I just looked at it now and it's got two motion in there and I didn't have those today. And I was like, oh god, yeah, this would be so nice with like House of Knives or something like that. Yeah, just to get that, cr- the, just to stay there as a Kronos project is real nice because you're like, I've got this on demand as soon as as soon as the pr- the stuff that goes into your bin, you they've gone gone yeah. from the game. You don't have a choice. Yeah. Oh, that's what's so brutal about it. There's not there's nothing you can do about it when they score yeah. it. It's like oh. Do you think it'd be worse though if the HB identity had won? Because that one removes is it the first brain, the brain damage. I, it? This is the thing. I think the hard thing to say about that is that I, I think you disagree with me on this, but okay. I think they would have printed different cards if they knew that Kronos, uh, that no, Kronos I, HB. I think had won. they would have printed a few different cards. Yeah, well, that's what like, I'm saying. Like, yeah. I don't think Ryan Knight would be a thing if you had that ID, or maybe, or like things like uh, defective brain chips or something like that. You reckon? I no, think so. I think, I think the existence of cybernetics division. No, don't. true. But the thing is, like, think how easy it is to do brain damage at this point with certain cards. Like Batty just makes brain damage so viable. Yeah, but it won't do forever because that data in Destiny card's coming out that stops him being rezzed for that turn or whatever. 
Uh, no, it's not Dairy and Destiny, it's Mumbad. Is it Mumbad? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Shit, I'm getting it's my like uh, spoilers mixed up. It's like Pack 3 of Mumbad. Oh, is it Pack 3 as well? Uh, oh, yeah. The Mumbad cycle looks great, by the way. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Where is it the second pack? No, no, it's third pack. It's third pack. I'm excited right. to get into the Mumbad. Oh, my goodness. That, the, uh, the new Criminal Runner. Um, Nero 7. Oh, some, like, yeah. yeah it's, it's basically Netrunner on easy mode. It's 45-15. Uh, uh, once per turn, when you encounter a sentry, you may jack out. Oh, yeah. And isn't he a 40 card deck size? No, no, he's 45. Is he 45? Yeah, he's standard 45-15. You may jack out. That's crazy. Yeah, that's insane. Fuck you, Kamayo. <sighs> You're not sniping my hand. I mean, You've I basically think... got a fairy on demand. Yeah, exactly. I think that makes him incredibly powerful early game. Which means you can just poke immensely powerful. Especially early. against Jinteki as well. Like, cause that's the thing about Jinteki is that you can't poke early until you find your yeah. fairy or whatever. Well, you see, Jinteki do have the fallback of their some of their co-gates mm. do little bits. They are getting more co-gates now, but which is nice. You are right; that the sentries are the free. Yeah, the like, reason a, you don't. As a criminal player, I will not, or as any kind of any aggressive runner, I will not run against Jinteki until I've got a sentry breaker. If I think they, if I well, think for yeah. a second that they're running Kamani, my hand is decent. Yeah. But you know, that's the risk you take. Yeah, but that three Jinteki build that that comes from experience playing against your bloody PE for three years. It wasn't three years. You've, you've played PE from the beginning. <laughs> is it like three years now? Something like that. Yeah, it's three years. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Data and Destiny is the three-year complete cycle. PE is the best idea in the game, <laughs> in my opinion. But yeah, I'm probably wrong on that. I, I enjoy it the most. I'm not even sure which might not be. It's just so useful. It's just so fun. I like sniping people's cards out of their hands. I like going, boom, in the trash, boy. That's what I like about Kronos, though, because you get the exact one they want, and you're just like, oh, I really And you get to that. knock them off the table. <laughs> Res Kronos Project, exile your heat. <laughs> Smash. Throw it on the floor, light on fire. <laughs> oh, man. I want to just, uh, just smash out loads of games with that Grendel deck. Yeah, you seem to be on a bit of a Grendel hype. I'm just, I'm just enjoying. I'm, in, it. I'm enjoying that you're playing Grendel. I need, well, yeah, me too as well. Uh, like, I also want to uh, change my next deck uh, to fit more into that very much Rush style. Now, I've learned a bit of Rush from Grendel. Oh, okay, do you feel it's informed your gameplay a little oh, bit? Oh, absolutely. I definitely could make a decent next Rush deck, now, right, I think, with the okay. similar sort of mentality to this. Obviously, the problem with next is that obviously any Grendel besides, oh, sorry, any Grendel, any identity besides Grendel is always going to have that initial problem because obviously Grendel start five credits richer into the game. Yeah. Which means you've obviously got that early boost, so you don't have to, you can res everything you need to turn one. Yeah. Whereas yeah. unless you're like, I suppose with next though, that's the thing, you've already got your ice there, so you don't have to worry about protecting your service, so you yeah. can play those money cards turn one. Correct. So you'll probably want to have a lot of operational economy in there, maybe I'd say melange as well. Yeah, yeah. Melange I, is really nice because if you don't have an agenda first turn, you can still just slap it down and then your first turn will be grand seven credits. Yeah, and they have to run that. They have to find an answer. It's something I love Melange because they have to run it. Yeah. Or, or the game's just going to get out of control. I wonder if Foundry would be. No, 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 Foundry would be. No, you want the next. What thing. for rushing? Yeah, yeah, you want the next there because it obviously starts you three cards or three ice into the game. The problem with Foundry, even if its ability did uh, encourage rush style play, is the fact that you're shuffling so much. Uh, shuffling so much, you'll be playing a standard game of Netrunner at the same well, day yeah. anyway. Unless, unless you just, you know. That's what I hated about that ID is just the amount of times you had to deal with your R and D. Oh, it's like uh, the worst. <laughs> the worst would be uh, someone keyholing a Foundry deck. <laughs> Keyhole in found. Yeah. That sounds like 
the worst game of You'd just be spending You're half basically your time playing shuffling. a game of shuffle. Like, <laughs> let's shuffle cards. Do you want to shuffle my cards? I'll shuffle your cards. Cut cards. I'm, oh, my dears. Yeah. That'd be the worst. Oh, it would just take, take so long. At that point, you would probably just like shuffle it a little bit and then just cut it and then just like, right, it's shuffled enough. Yeah. You wouldn't worry about it. Oh, have you seen the spoiler Keegan Lane? Keegan Lane yeah yeah, yeah, the, yeah the new MBN Sysop yeah remove one tag trash one program oh. use only during a run trash him to do it so good Brutal. so bandwidth good. data raven these all become bandwidth is amazing with it and unless just, they've already got rid of tags then bandwidth is going to start clearing there you'd be losing two tags a turn to that really well you'd use use one from Keegan Lane and then bandwidth would clear clear another one when they got to the uh, end of the run yeah but it depends how many tags you've been on, on that yeah run. no that's what I said if yeah. they've got more than tags oh right right more than one tag yeah, yeah, yeah. you'd burn through them burn these tags yeah but yeah, that's, a, that's a thing that's a thing we're going to see now with Data and Destiny with cars like Lily Lockwell we'll sh- be able to shoot the freaking moon we'll be able to shoot the freaking moon and there'll be some actual ice you want to yeah, raise that's, to shoot the that's, moon it, not just Tollbooth or Flare and you don't even have, like Flare is a specific it goes in a specific you, deck I don't think you want to shoot the moon with Flare no 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 it's a surprise card it's true it's like Archer it's just it's a like, big, like, no. actually well Archer's a bit more different true shoot the moon no. shoot the moon oh man that's a card that I think is going to see some play out of I've never done it I've never done it I think uh, this is the thing it's like, well, I'm quite interested to do a uh, sync deck which yeah. is just like just tag tax yeah just yeah. the fact that you know like you're probably not going to be using the other side to trash the resources as much yeah. depends on who that's probably a match up Big Brother's coming back you think? Yeah. Oh, well, it's got to be If I think tag tax is a real thing and Big Brother is a zero cost operation that gives them two tags and if you're playing that sync it costs three to clear a tag so that says <sighs> the runner loses two clicks and six credits when you play it that's true that's yeah. a decent card yeah well and I don't you've know got, like, breaking, <laughs> break, well like breaking news into uh, yeah advance, advance, advance breaking news on the table advance advance Score it, big brother. They've got two actual tags now. It's going to cost them more yeah. money than they had at that point. I think. I think, uh, I think you're going to see a lot of news team. Have you seen that one? No. Zero res, zero trash. Uh, it's an ambush. Uh, when uh, when the runner acts as blah blah blah, normal standard review. Oh box. shit! I have seen this. They yeah. must either take two tags or add it to the agenda. Uh, agenda one. Is a minus one. Yes, what the, the fuck is that? It's the fucking uh, MBN QQ. Oh man. my goodness! It's, it's it's just shits on QQ. I'm sorry. Oh how much influence I can't remember put it into Jinteki and you've got Philotic Entanglement for that bitch oh. as well as GQ oh. <laughs> that's awful and, and they're playing Valencia and they've got fan sites going <laughs> <laughs> they're or dead. Ian Sterling yeah yeah don't tell you I played against an Ian Sterling deck at uh, York the other weekend okay was it any good uh, it was alright I mean the, the thing was the stupidest thing was is that he had blackmail in his deck didn't mm. see one of them Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing he said afterwards. He was like, "I've got three blackmail and, th- and like two. You have got plant assault in faction now. That if, is true. If they're that important Ooh, to you, that's true. Yeah, yeah. But he was like using fan site and data, data dealer and things right, like yeah, that. Yeah. So that was that was quite funny. Obviously, I smashed it because it was Ian Sterling and he was barely set up by the time I won. <laughs> but that's that deck. Like you see a slow deck, and you're oh, like, cool, this, right? You, this will be very easy. As soon as your two IDs get plopped down on the table. You should have. You sh- you're basically favourite to win. Like, yeah, pretty much. Ian Sterling's far too slow to deal with. Yeah, yeah. He's going to have to really just not use his deck the way it's supposed to be used and fucking get off his ass. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's going to have to run early. Is what I'm saying. Well, that's the thing. Is that it? Like, you, there's no time for setup. You're like, yeah. right, find your breakers, or I win. Yeah. Or find a way in, or I win. That's it, really. It's it's constant deck checking. Um. Uh, what's it called? Ah, what's the word? Um. 
you know when you're uh, making them find their breakers mm. it's something checking what fear check no gear check yes gear check oh, right. that's the one gear <laughs> check Jesus Christ yeah jeez that was terrible um yeah, it's basically a gear check deck. Yeah. It's like you, the ultimate server you yeah, have yeah. is is a three cheap and the run eyes, yeah. all of which uh, are different. In terms Do of you time. have a fracture, a decoder, and a killer? Yes. <laughs> if yes, proceed. Uh, well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Do, you have, what, do you have any big pieces of ice in that deck? Uh, three Archer. Three Archer. Three Archer. Archer seems a bit counterproductive. But is its tempo that you gain from losing the agenda? Oh yeah, yeah totally absolutely. worth it. Yeah, yeah no, you you don't. You only. You, I suppose you've got hostile takeover. What well, exactly, about? exactly. You've got yeah, hostile takeover. Yeah. As long as you see one of them, it's all right. Yeah, but yeah, you see yeah. the archer. You, I think I've got three in there, but obviously you want to see it yeah, early. Yeah. I've got one grim in there at the moment, but that needs to change to a rotor turret. Oh yeah. Um, just so I've got you know an early early century. I also need to fit at least two guard in there. I think if I've got one rotor, I can put two guard in there. Two guard works. I don't really want three, just because once once it's done its job, it's really not particularly efficient. Yeah. Four four res, you're you're paying that extra credit because you want to stop that inside job or that fem or something like that. Yeah. Although fem shits on it. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't stop fem at all actually? There's no more. Expensive. London Library fem. <sighs> Could be an interesting matchup. Yeah, but I'm sorry, London Library's kind of fell away at this point. Well, it's because I was the only one playing it, and I stopped. Well, like Tom Carl was playing it. Too. Oh, was it? Yeah, he had quite a decent uh, London Library deck actually. Uh, David and Femme was really annoying. Yeah. I think Overmind as well. Um, but mine was Professor, so it was cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got a an alt FM? Yeah. Okay, I can remember doing that. I've got four alternate swordsmen. Four, oh, yeah, because you've got four playset for IQ, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. That's why she comes with IQ people. Yeah. So, <laughs> shout out for our local store. Um, for any local gaming store. Yeah, I'm going to just trade it with someone for something at some time. Yeah. I keep meaning to, like, might see how much Scorched Earth I don't need. But oh, really? I still want to play, because, like, you know, I still love Scorched Earth. It's one of my favourite cards still. Yeah, and I just want like just want three really nice, pretty explosions. It is nice having them. <laughs> it is nice. Have you got a full place set? I've got three scotched there. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you did that. Didn't you? you bought them off eBay. Well, there was well, a charity, charity thing, auction, yeah. And I, I was, I think, the, literally like the old, the second person bidding or something, and I, I won them. I can't remember how much money it was. I think it was like you said, like twelve quid, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, and it was then, yeah. a reasonable price. Um, are you going to try and come to your, the next York one then? Hopefully, yeah. I love CJ tournaments. Uh, I'm actually just checking if it's a Saturday or Sunday. I'm assuming it's a Sunday. Um, yeah. Um, I've got so many decks I could take as well. I'm kind of confident with a few of the ones I've got going now. Uh, it is a Sunday. Thanks, CJ. Good man. There you go. Good man. Um, yeah, I can't remember what that one is though. Off the top of my head, it's a new venue. But I think it's because we're just outgrowing uh, Thomas's of York a little bit. I suppose it's nice but it's a bit cramped up there yeah um, it's the a real nice are. place to play Netrunner though it is yeah food's really good if you read the menu properly hmm. I don't know what to tell you about that what oh uh, you know cause half the reason I like going to Thomas's of York is because they do breakfast poutine oh the poutine yeah, yeah. Oh, God. they changed the menu though and I didn't notice hmm. um, and for some reason they decided to replace gravy with HP sauce oh, what and the just fuck? slathered it all over there <laughs> and I was like what the fuck have they done to these poutines because I really don't like HP sauce <laughs> and I'm like no what have they done have they just got it wrong or someone did someone mix up the gravy paste and the 
HP source and accidentally put it on there and then I read the menu properly and it was just said just and HP at the end I was like why the fuck have you put that on there I'm going to go there and be like don't, don't, don't you dare put HP on there you've got a, gravy gravy put it on there please that's a disaster and because it's quite vinegary as well I took a massive like <laughs> mouthful of it and then nearly like gagged because there's like that pungent hot vinegary smell well, you, you, you warm your taste buds up to something and then you get something completely different yeah and you're like what the fuck yeah that was probably it as well as I was expecting like gravy or something gravy. like that gravy and then no I got fucking tangy HB sauce it was oh god a pie in my mouth and everybody's vomiting <laughs> and on that pleasant note well I'd that shit there say bye Stephen bye Right, that was it, episode two. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you've got any feedback or blah, 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 then contact skulljackpodcast at gmail.com. That is skulljackpodcast at gmail.com. As usual, when this episode drops, I will create a Reddit thread. If I'm not feeling lazy, I'll probably get around to making a Facebook page. Uh, this episode, this week, was brought to you by Tribe Apparel. Uh, visit Facebook and type in Tribe Apparel and you're bound to be linked to their page. I know they've got a website on the way that's not quite ready. Uh, basically, Tribe Apparel, what they're doing is to provide an opportunities for new and upcoming artists who want to retain all rights to their uh, art, but, you know, get it out there, get it on T-shirts and whatnot and sell that shit. So um, if, you, if you like T-shirts, visit them. You know, this, that's for you. And if you want to make T-shirts, visit them because, you know, it's also for you. And if you're both, well, I suppose you probably will be, then definitely visit them. Uh, I think that is it for this week. Unless I can think of anything else. Oh, shit, I was supposed to create an outro for this, wasn't I? Um, oh, man, I don't know. I, yeah, next week, fade the music up, fade the music up. Bye! Bye.